salutations. And welcome to another episode of Frontline Records Rewind. Welcome to Frontline Records Rewind. This is executive producer Adele Meisenheimer here with engineer Scotty. Sadly, our colorful commentary host, Brian Healy, is under the weather. So I'm filling in the best I can. He always said he's trained us well, so we'll see how his training went. All of us got to enjoy a wonderful in-studio interview and experience with Michael Knott a few weeks ago. We had so much extra footage we weren't able to fit on that show that featured Michael's music and Lifesavers that we decided to go ahead and use that extra footage and highlight the music from LSU, also known as Lifesavers Underground, another band that is led and, and written, all the music written by Michael Knott. And so here's that footage, and what we'll do is we will splice in some music from the LSU albums that we are releasing digitally for the first time off the Blonde Vinyl and Siren Records albums, and those are This Is The Healing Waking Up the Dead, and World Tour. So you'll hear the music, and in between, you'll hear some delightful, colorful uh, music, some spontaneous songwriting and playing by Michael Knott. Please enjoy. We here at Frontline Records Rewind are happy to announce, through a lot of hoops, hurdles, and ladders, that we're going to be able to release some of Mike's work. And that includes some of the blonde vinyl stuff. And we'll get to that earlier. Later. Or later. Yeah, thanks. Radio professional here and the musicians correcting me. That's right. Okay. Should we do the, the intro song again? You want to do the intro The person I know and the person people think you are are two completely different things. What does that mean? There's this mystique about you. It's like... You, you kind of want people to think that you sleep behind a dumpster every night. You either want to evangelize the world and be a pop star, or you want to sound like, my life is one gritty trash bin hopping one bar to another, and you're willing to let both those images float out there. Is there a reason for that, or do you just not care and don't care what people think? Well, I care what people think, of course. Um, it, I guess the truth is, and the problem is, or the best part is, that I am both those things. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're pretty darn boring. <laughs> Great. Okay, yeah. Wow. I'd like to write a song right now. Okay. Why write a song? I wish I could understand Every woman and every man I wish I could learn to love Everyone like you do, Lord, from above And we'll say it now See what I see 
Wish I could Be everything to everyone Wish I could Be everything to everyone Yeah Wish I Once again, within a minute and a half, I have lost complete and total control of the live home show. Okay, sorry. By the way, Michael Knott and other songs you will hear. And we are going to get around talking about Michael's albums uh, after a... Uh, uh, commercial break? You need a commercial break? <laughs> I'm just wondering if there is one. Well, we could put them in any time. You want to read a commercial? We'll give you a commercial to read. Certainly. Oh, where's the Frontline Skit commercial? <laughs> oh, you and Mike oh. got to do it. You and Mike have got to do this commercial. Hey, Brian, that's a cool travel mug you're holding. Yeah, I love this. Uh, it keeps beverages hot and, or cold, and um, because this one has the Frontline Rewind logo on it. <laughs> I was uh, flashing it all over Audio Feed Music Festival. I did, <laughs> I did see you holding it in photos. Way to promote our show, Brian. Oh, by the way, people can order merch with Frontline Records or Rewind logo at uh, FrontlineRecords.us. That's a period. There are also designs inspired by album art of Daniel Amos, Adam Again, Freedom of Soul, and SFC. Well, I have pajamas, Brian, and a coffee mug with Adam Again-inspired designs. My orders were shipped fast from Cafe Press. Right. Cafe Press is the company who produces these custom items. Go to FrontlineRecords.us and find perfect one-of-a-kind gifts. The part of Brian Healy was played by Michael Gerard Knott. All right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Want to do it chronologically, Michael, or, uh... Or ideologically? Ideologically or chronologically? <laughs> or psychologically? These songs are from the 1991 release on Blonde Vinyl Records called This Is The Healing. Michael chose these songs for me. He helped me out. They are This Is The Healing, Suicide, and G, G, G. Thank you. 
song I wanted to talk about is so true today as it was the day I wrote this song, which was 
a hundred years ago or less, right? Right. Okay, so I want to do kind of a tongue-in-cheek song, kind of like a fun song, but a song that really, you know, says something. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there writing it, and I'm thinking about my life, right, mm-hmm. up to that point, how I'm trying to do good in life, but I keep almost getting into trouble, but I have this guardian angel that's watching out for me and protecting me, and and then I was thinking about it once, I'm going, this, this guardian angel's... Getting over time. <laughs> <laughs> ready to resign, or, or you know, or, you know, a, a new one's got to come in place, right? So, so um, let's see if I can play this thing. He tunes because he cares. Traveling through life, there's a lot of bumps and dips I always seem to fall into. Climbing out only to get hit by some supermarket produce carrying diesel 18 wheeler. Everything can hit you at once, it's all how you look at it. Everything can hit you at once, just smile. It's a crazy thing. Ooh, yeah. I've got some poor, unlucky, bummed out, overworked, sick and tired angel begging not to have to help me. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of the, the, the idea of that <laughs> Why one. Why you stop? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, listen to the song. In high school, Mike was a pole vaulter. Now, somehow Mike had figured out a way to use that performing live. And if anyone has seen footage of Calvary Costa Mesa, you'll notice there's a nice brick wall and a planter. So in the middle of Surf with God, when the floor's rocking and it looks like kids are starting to dance and the pastors are all getting nervous, Mike turns around and decides to run completely up the wall, do a complete flip, and land on his feet. And that pretty much is apparently in violation of a uh, unknown, unwritten, till that day move that all bands had to agree they would no longer run up the wall or the planter. But, uh, yeah, that was an interesting piece of life saving. Banned from all Calvaries from all that Calvary's day forward. From that day forward. So, what happened... But in, we ended up getting back in later. Yeah, but it took a year, three years, or I don't know what it took. But. Three years, a lot of groveling, and a few lies. I had to have a meeting with Chuck Smith, senior. Yeah. Now, see, I didn't know about that. I thought I was meeting God. Yeah, I could barely that's talk. What I felt when I because he looks at you and he just looks like right at you, and you, yeah. and he goes, "Hello," and I go, uh, "Chuck, what's up going on there?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> he's like, "I never will do a flip off your planner as long as I live." I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> but what came out of that? in the early Lifesavers is we were driven to start doing our own gigs Absolutely. at clubs and in Catholic church Catholic halls. Catholic churches halls. That's the, that's the cool and part that came out of it. Yeah. this revival started. Yeah, altar calls, the, everything. Uh, amongst, amongst the kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people understand how much credit you deserve for deserve being a part of that, as was Undercover and all these guys. Uh, we would just go out and do it. We'd play uh, Hill, Hillcrest Park. Just for the heck of it, you know, it, it was not a big deal. And all of a sudden, the churches wanted us back. 
We That's were, okay, though. I we wasn't upset team. about that. No, I, see, I was. I, I was. I thought we were. I thought you guys were being used. I didn't so, care. Know, I mean, it, it was. It was. You just wanted to preach. It was all about um, bringing people to. A new reality of of the salvation and the grace of God. That's that's all I cared about myself, anyway. So, yeah, I didn't care when, when they had us come back. We came back. You know? I noticed that at at a certain point, though, there was a shift between actions and grace in a lot of your songs. Was that because you were growing spiritually and started to realize? that, yeah, what we do is important and, you know, is it a manifestation of grace, or is it that you just started sensing more grace and seeing more grace in your life, or seeing a lack of grace around you? Well, I was raised Catholic. Right. And um, I'm a very staunch Catholic right now in my life. Um, I started going to uh, Calvary, and I when I was younger, and I really enjoyed the fact that uh, the Holy Spirit was moving, you know. That's what I loved about it in the early 80s, you know. Um, So, but what I did find out is that um, the honeymoon's over sometimes, you know, in Christianity, and uh, you have to really kind of look inward and find out what are your reasons and what is really going on and what do you really mean to say and so that that's why i turned later on into um shaded pain you know Mm -hmm. and all those type of things that i wrote i know we're not talking about that record right now but 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 the thing is it's it's you know um how can we be forgiven if we don't live our lives i can't live chuck smith's life i can't live somebody else's life i gotta live my life Mm -hmm. and um Otherwise, if I don't, how will I understand who I am to be able to understand who God is, to, to find the grace of God? Um, so, yeah, it, it was a growing period, I suppose, you know. But there is a, there is a high that comes occasionally with uh, receiving the Holy Spirit or getting, you know, empowered that way and then seeing people's lives change and seeing your life change. But at the same time, um, there's, a, there's a growing period that has to happen okay Ouch. cool that hurt i didn't mean to that i didn't injury, mean to hit you that hard that injury, so sorry by, dude that injury by the way was caused oh. by my beautiful frontline records rewind mug hitting my music stand which you can find on frontlinerecords.us as well as all the music you're hearing and that we're talking about you can find on frontlinerecords.us It's 
That was Waken Up the Dead, The Bomb, Dancing in the Kettle, all from the Waken Up the Dead release that was originally in 1989 and then remastered in 1992 on Blonde Vinyl Records. I have jokingly said in interviews, uh, the first line of this song is not true because Michael Knott has never ridden a bus in his life. He would have taken his bike on it and his surfboard, He'd have taken his uh, little blue Volkswagen. Oh, wait, can I tell you that, what happened to that car? Yeah, what did happen? It started um, having problems, and, um, <laughs> and I got sick of it. So I spray-painted it primer, mm-hmm. and then I wrote uh, Repent or Die on it, really big on the side, on the left side. Subtle. And, and then I put my bike in the back, and I parked it on Dyer Road and the 55 Freeway. And I got my, I took off the tags and everything, and I got on my bike and rode home to my parents' house, which is far. Yeah, I know. Far. Yeah. And all of a sudden, that was at night. Mm-hmm. So the next day, our neighbor calls my mom and says, uh, I think Mike's car <laughs> says repent or die on it. And it's parked on the, 55 freeway at Dyer Road. And I think I was still sleeping or something. And she said, where's your car? I go, I got rid of it. (laughs) Oh, no, you, okay, wait. You just thought you could just leave a car by the side? I was going to save the world, man. Repent or die. Do you know how packed that is? No, it's I mean, that's a thousand people. Even my neighbors saw it, right? Right. It's one of the busiest intersections off the freeway. A thousand people are going to see repent or die on their way to work. (laughs) So my mom yells at me, gets me in the car, and we drive over there. And I go, okay, mom, just drop me off real fast. I'll just jump in it and just... Jump in it, turn it up, got out of there. So just leaving a waitress a track wouldn't have been good enough that day. (laughs) (laughs) This is The Healing, Waking Up the Dead, and World Tour LSU, Cash in Chaos. Now, Michael, can you explain to people the difference... Um, okay, well, where are we going with this? <laughs> where, I'm, where I'm going is, can you explain to people what the difference between the Lifesavers and LSU actually is? And is there is there actually a line in your mind when you're writing for each one? Or do you treat them as the same entity? Oh, no, the Alice Underground is supposed to be a little darker, a little more minors. Um, more rock opera-ish. At times, you know, um, lifesavers is supposed to be popular. Doesn't always happen that way, you know. And then I guess my um, solo work is kind of in between somewhere, or a mixture of the two with some other angles. Say it. 
That was LSU Cash in Chaos, the album World Tour. Songs were Radio Satan, Pound of Flesh, Everything. 